0: Deedle dum dum, deedle dum dum, deedle dum dum. There was a turtle by the name of Bert. And Bert, the turtle was very alert. When danger threatened him, he never got hurt. He knew just what to do. He ducked and covered, ducked and covered. He did what we all must learn to do. And you. And you. And you.
1: But okay, your your lines are looking good, uh, so that's, how are you? I'm fine. That's good. That's good. Um, oh no, oh no. Crayola uh, virus. He's, he's, he's got half of one of the symptoms. Oh no. Crayola virus. Crayola virus, now in 96 different flavors. Nice. Uh, with a pencil sharpener in the back. Remember the one—the yep. big box of crayons had the sharpener in the back. Purple and Mountains was, Majesty. Yep. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a throwback to like what the second grade for me. Something I say. like that. Something like that. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah just last week. Um. So, hi everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews: A Father-Son Expedition Through Pop Culture. I am Harrison the Son.
2: And I am your father.
1: There it is. All right, cool. We've landed on it. Yeah, finally. Uh, this week, after uh, some deliberation last week, we watched. I am your father. I'm just trying to, testing ways I can. Oh, go
0: for I it. I am your father.
2: I am your father. I'll, I'll work
1: it's, on well, yeah, it's,
2: it's a work in progress.
1: We'll come back to it next week. So uh, last week, after a little deliberation, we decided that we were going to watch the original Mad Max from 1979, uh, directed by George Miller and starring a man who's never done anything wrong ever in his life ever, Mel Gibson, just a real delight of a human being. But uh, going through the movie, I think we landed on a uh, reality. I know I have never seen any of the Mad Max films besides Fury Road. Um, I don't think you had ever seen this movie either. From what we were trying to figure out through the film itself,
2: no, I have not seen it. When I requested it,
1: I think it was you were thinking I, of. Uh,
2: I was thinking of
1: Mad Max Two: The Road Warrior. The Road Warrior, which is That's the first one the that one. got major release in the states.
2: That's the one that I was thinking of. And when I said the original, the original Mad Max, <laughs> we got the original Mad Max.
1: We certainly did, and. There was a lot of Max and not a lot of Mad to it. It, It's a a brisk hour and a half movie. And the first 15 minutes are great. The last 15 minutes are great. In the middle, that hour is interminable. It is. Just nothing happens. So by all means, please tell me everything you think about. Well, Mad Max.
2: Uh, first of all, uh, Max, um, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he must have been 14 years old or something in this movie. I mean, That's he was actually a good he question. Was, he was so flipping young. I mean, I didn't even. I said, "Wait a minute, is that him?" I, you <laughs> couldn't even recognize him uh, right away as Mel Gibson. He was so young, and um, it was <clears throat> not. I, I also interestingly uh, found out that this was, and I. Are you telling me the other ones, too,
1: were filmed in Australia? Uh, all of them were. Well, there's a story about Fury Road, but yes, it's all set in Australia.
2: Okay. Yeah, I had. I didn't. For some yeah. reason, I just thought it was the, the American West. But um, don't know. But anyway, that so that was interesting. Um, and I don't know why Mel Gibson is in Australia. He's not. Aus- I he mean, is. He's season? Australian. Yeah. He is? Yeah. Oh, well, duh. Okay,
1: that would make sense. Okay. Uh, oh, no, my, hang on. I'm looking at his biography right now. Uh, he was born in 56, so uh, he was 23 when this movie came out. Uh, and um, he,
2: he looked he, 13, yeah, really. He was
1: born in Peekskill, New York, USA, the sixth of 11 children. Wow. Holy shnikes. Uh, moved to Australia in the late 60s. So I guess that explains why he doesn't have too much of an accent. Yeah. But um, he he definitely has a bit of an accent in this film. Yeah. But like, I guess. Well, you. Not, know. I was saying while we were watching it, like you can't tell because we're you know modern day Americans, you can't tell what of the dialogue is like made up apocalyptic slang or just <laughs> then modern Australian slang. Right. Like, we had a field day with uh, the word Sprog. 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 Let me pull this up. Because there's a child in, you know, Mad Max's kid in the, in the film is only referred to, and he's officially credited as
2: Sprog. Sprog, yeah. he's uh, So Mad Max is married. They have one uh, small boy, looks to be about three years old.
1: Who they keep forgetting exists, they, yeah. or the film I mean, there, forgets exists. There
2: are a whole series of <laughs> scenes where the husband and wife are frolicking around and doing different things, and there's no sign of the, the little kid. And all yeah. of a sudden, oh, here's the little kid. You know, the so I the I kid know exists it, but...
1: in some sort of quantum state. Yeah. When film needs kid, there is yeah, kid. The when kid. film does not need kid, there is no kid.
2: So then, so they call the kid Sprague.
1: <laughs> right, and I looked this up. It is actually uh, British, Australian, Canadian, and New Zealand slang, meaning a child or a new recruit. It's like that's it. So they've the kid's name is literally kid, kid. Hey, like yeah, hey, kid. What? All yeah, right. the kid
2: doesn't have a name. It's like Minimax or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kid. <laughs>
1: Minimax. Kid. Oh my God! Suddenly, I want like a Mad Max Babies.
2: Yeah. Spin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Max Babies,
1: This time, he's a little madder. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this time, he throws a full tantrum. Oh,
1: God in heaven. But, yeah. Like, I... After watching this movie, I went I went uh, uh, back to my place, and I threw on Fury Road, which was made, like, 36 years right. by the same guy, by the same... Almost the same crew. Okay. Uh, obviously, the actors and stuff are swapped out. But it's such a radically different movie. Like, this, the original Mad Max had a 15-minute car chase up front, a 15-minute car chase at the end, and then an hour of, like, oh, Max is going on a charming vacation with the wife, and he's wearing a nice, calm blue button-down with nice, crisp khakis, and they go get ice cream from the shop, and it's what is this? Yeah, mean, what? M-
2: meanwhile, all the all the nasty characters are in the background sneaking around uh, plotting to get him.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, and, there's, uh, the, the bad guys themselves are like weirdly theatrical. Yeah. Like they feel more like a dance troupe than a yeah, biker Yeah, they're like gang. a dance troupe uh, <laughs> turned biker. I
0: kind will of.
1: say, the guy that plays uh, Toe Cutter, the main villain in this film, he does come back 36 years later to play... Immortan Joe, the bad guy of Fury Road, oh, my God. and I think that was just a fun bit of casting yeah. for them. But uh, yeah.
2: and like it, how, how do you get the? I mean, each one of these uh, bad guys they had a weird name. Oh yeah, like, like pull those up. How do you get toe cutter? I he uh, certainly I mean, it didn't sounds do any disgusting. toe cutting
1: in the film itself.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds disgusting, but I guess I don't know. Like here, let's throw some words together and come up with disgusting sounding things. <laughs> exactly. Like one of those things on Facebook where, all right, the the first letter of your name, <laughs> slide down the right column. Right. The first well, letter of your last name, slide down the left column. That is your... Apocalypse name. Apocalypse name or...
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. We've got Max, Jesse, Toe Cutter, Jim Goose, who was kind of like the buddy sidekick. Yeah,
2: he was the sidekick. He yeah. got he got messed up. Oh,
1: boy yeah. howdy, did he? Yeah, he got uh, messed Johnny up. Johnny the boy. Yeah, Johnny um, boy. M- Mudguts, Clunk. Yeah, Mudguts. Okay. Um, Ziggy, Station Master. My personal favorite, the, I guess he was the Chief of Police. And visually, he looked like a Chief Chief of Police. police, He's this big, broad, burly dude with no shirt, wears a tie, bald, amazing mustache. And his name is Fifi. (laughs) Fifi, Fifi,
2: Fifi, yeah, Fifi, and they
1: were calling him Fifi, like with straight, incredibly straight faces. If you really knew him well, thief, yeah, or thief, Uh, just like the movie. It's like it's obvious. Like so, from what I understand, you've got the three original Mad Max movies: this Road Warrior, um, Thunderdome Thunderdome from '85. And each movie is progressively moving itself into the apocalypse. Right. This movie is very clear. It, it, it's, well, okay. Working backwards, like Fury Road is obviously a post-apocalyptic wasteland. There okay. is no real society, so to speak, of. There's, like, local warlords, and okay. it's all in control of, like, those guys, really. Um, from what I understand, and I've not seen any of these movies besides those two... Beyond Thunderdome is the first one to actually be set post-apocalypse. This one, the 79 Mad Max, is set during the breakdown of society, but there is still a lot of society as we know it going on. You can go get ice cream, there's a nice guy that will fix your flat tire, and a uh, a lovely weekend at the seaside.
2: Sections of society were around, but but there was a lot of anarchy. Uh, uh, people oh, were literally kind of run- an anarchy road. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, spelled with an I E, not a Y. Which
1: I think is actually a real road in Australia. If uh, I did I'm my sure reading correctly. Sure, it is by now. But, yeah, well, right. yeah.
2: And uh, you could see society was breaking down, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, cops had a lot of more leeway for you know. Oh, we ran him off the road, and he's he's dead now. Oh, uh, my bad. Okay, sorry. You know,
1: yeah, but. Okay, so one, we each had a laugh every time the Hall of Justice showed up. Because they only had apparently one shot of the outside right. of the Hall of Justice. Yes. And they used it every yeah. time they did it. And with the U falling off. Yeah. I think, what the, did you yeah, say? It's the what, Hall of Ju- Justice. Justice,
2: yeah. <laughs> one letter was out of sync on the, on the metal uh, sign.
1: That was funny. But it's like the Hall of Justice was like a couple of offices... And and underground parking garage, yeah, where they and, worked
2: on their were they worked on the cop cars,
1: yeah, and that was the whole of the Hall of Justice. They yeah. had a little courtyard, they had an office, was they it. had a parking lot, yeah, a parking garage, whatever. Um, uh, th- there's definitely like the seeds of what was th- what was is going to be there later on in the series but there's just so little of it there's like when they were spending i think their 20th minute having a relaxing beach vacation i think we were both going like what is happening yeah. where's where's yeah. the mad part yeah. of the mad
2: like, max you know okay move on move yeah. on move so on. It, when we it can finally move on
1: now. when the uh, spoiler alert the movie's uh, uh, 41 years old now um when Max's wife and kid finally get killed by Toe Cutter and his gang. There's only like 15, 20 minutes left right. in the movie. Right. So this roaring rampage of revenge is.
2: Then you know he gets mad. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, here's Mad Max. Yeah. Here's finally. Mad
2: Max. And he he kills the last three the three guys that are responsible for right, killing his yeah.
1: family. <clears throat> Uh, um, when now, Toe Cutter gets hit by the the truck, you f- get those amazing bug eyes for a yeah. split second. Close
2: up on on this guy's face, he's going on his motorcycle, screaming down the highway, straight into a <laughs> uh, tractor trailer truck at high rate of speed. Just and straight they flash into it. on his face, and his eyes bug out, kind of like they would in an old uh, cartoon or something you know with the yeah ice, yeah where the eyes got so big and round and then they flashed another oh, time God. and they and the eyes got even bigger and then he gets slammed and run over oh by the tractor God. trail now, and stuff.
1: So uh, what's what's really interesting I think about this in general. So this movie was basically completely independently funded by George Miller because George Miller for the longest time, and in, including during production on this film, was a practicing emergency room physician. He is yeah. actually a medical doctor, and this story is based on the accidents he saw, treating like uh, uh, people for uh, car accidents, and the uh, gasoline shortage of 1973.
2: Oh. You put those two things
1: together, and you get eventually... Mad Max.
2: No kidding. Um,
1: I think he said it I think he said at one point, I may be telling tales out of school or, or misremembering a quote or something, but he said that a lot of the injuries he saw in real life in the emergency room would make more sense in a post apocalyptic setting. Okay. So it does make a depressing amount of sense when yeah, you when you does. think about that. But you were saying about the gasoline in this movie oh, at yeah, one yeah,
2: point. Yeah, yeah. Well, for, you mentioned the gasoline shortage of the mm-hmm. early seventies. Um
1: well, you the, also lived through that yeah
2: in the in the movie they I know in other in the later movies they make a big deal about the gasoline mm-hmm. gasoline is the big commodity but in this movie they didn't make any deal about a shortage of gasoline but the bad biker uh theater drama guys um did hijack gasoline from a uh, tanker truck. Right. They as the truck was rolling down the highway, they they jumped on it and siphoned out gas into yeah. gas cans and, while it was running down the highway.
1: And that's almost like the least of their crimes. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything else they do, from basically harassing a small town to to running down and and uh, doing who knows what to a poor couple that were in the flashiest car imaginable. Right. Right. But just. The, the the gas thing is almost a throwaway.
2: Yeah. Now I don't know. Oh, did did they plan on this being a series when I, they made that first I one? I do not think so, no. Yeah.
1: I don't think they they hoped that it would make money because they owed it to all of the people they like borrowed money from and stuff like that. Yeah. But
2: I can't see that. I, movie I making legit money. don't
1: think they had a franchise, let alone a capper that swept the Oscars 36 yeah. years later. I don't think they had that in mind.
2: Yeah, this, uh, um, I don't know, was this his first movie? This was George
1: Miller's first movie, yes. Yeah. And it's, it shows. Yeah. Like, he definitely learns. Like, I was reading you his filmography, um, and like I've said before, it's kind of s- silly that we wound up doing this literally the same week that Blank Check with Griffin and David start their run on George Miller. Uh, just coincidence guys yeah pure coincidence let me see if I can pull up calm down yeah Uh, here we go filmography director Uh, he does a couple of short films uh, for start and then Mad Max 79 Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior 81 he has a segment or he's credited as a director for the Twilight Zone the movie I guess he directed the music video for Tina Turner's We Don't Need Another Hero. But then it's Beyond Thunderdome. And then it just gets crazy. Uh, Witches of Eastwick, Lorenzo Zoyle, Babe Pig in the City. Not, <laughs> not the original Babe, the <clears throat> sequel, Babe Pig in the City. He takes eight years off. He does Happy Feet, the tap-dancing movie, Happy Feet 2. And then Mad Max Free Road. He moves on from Happy Feet 2 movies in a, three movies in a row about talking animals, uh-huh. and then Mad Max Fury Road, which you and I did see Fury Road together. Yes, okay. W- what, what did you think of Fury Road while we're uh, on the subject? Since we're probably not going to be covering that was for that? a while. That was a while ago. I mean, we that's... watched it definitely before the podcast got started. I want to say like six or eight months ago. Really? That's all? Oh, I man. think so,
2: yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I... Um, You know, good action and stuff, and it was more more like what I expected. I, yeah. I, I didn't know this movie existed, this original Mad Max. I just okay. thought it all started with uh, Thunder Road.
1: Thunderdome?
2: D- no. No. The, the other one. Road Warrior. Road Warrior. That's, Road Warrior and then Thunderdome. That's the one I thought it started with. Okay. Yeah. 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 And well, I didn't realize that this uh, hunky-dunky thing. This is like... Like um, Mel Gibson or Mad Max in, in middle school. It's, it's like the proof thing.
1: of concept. Yeah. Like, oh, we can make a movie yeah. and we can crash some cars together. Yeah. What if we had yeah. more money to yeah. do that? What if
2: we really did it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, the the it, it's funny that you didn't realize that these were all set in Australia. Right. So they were trying to shoot Fury Road in Australia, but... The area, the desert in which they were shooting, had its first like rainfall in decades, <laughs> and it, there was a weird amount of green. So they had to shut down the production for a while and move everybody over to Africa, oh where God. they were actually dry, dry deserts. Dry deserts. So it's this amazing Australian like touchstone cultural thing, and yet the 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 most biggest known one in the series had to be filmed in in a different continent. Weird. It's that that just blows my mind every time I think about it. Uh, did you have anything else regarding Mad Max? Oh, you were talking
2: about the gasoline. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that's right.
2: You see, in in a lot of these shows, um, all right, I'm gonna come in in the middle of the night and torch your house, so I have big gas... multiple gallon container of gasoline i Mm -hmm. come in i slosh it all over your furniture slosh it all over the walls slosh it out the front door light it on fire poof ah, your house is burning down but if you know anything about organic chemistry at all (laughs) or if you've ever handled gasoline it doesn't function the same way water does okay so these guys are all dumping water out of these cans they can't be they could be using real For gasoline. For safety but would, reasons. Yeah, I but can that would only be assume, crazy. Right. But, so they're dumping water, and water beads up. It's got uh, polarity and cohesion and stuff, and it behaves, behaves differently than gasoline does. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, I can tell, and well. many of you out there, uh, if uh, you're not too wasted, you can tell that it's water and not, you know, not gasoline, so they're dumping it on top of guys, and I'm thinking, God, that must be horrible because gasoline smells and it gets all over your clothes
1: and stuff. Must be a terrible, <laughs> but it's just water, right? Um, <clears throat> they don't even like put like a slight dye in it to pretend or make it well. Not gasoline
2: look- is for the most part clear, maybe slight can be a little yellow, a faint pale, pale yellowish color, but no, it just looks next time you see somebody you know uh arson burning somebody's <laughs> house down on tv or something check it
1: out there it's always water i mean they obviously for, for obvious reasons You're, they're not going to actually uh uh handcuff johnny the boy to a car that is about to explode with gasoline well for for reality's sake they
2: probably should i mean if i were doing they it.
1: did actually apparently he was so in character constantly in the the final kid to be killed in the film johnny the boy um they just actually handcuffed him to that truck and left him there during a lunch break because they were all (laughs) so sick of him (laughs) which i love that yeah that would be cool that's uh you you hear weird stories like that of um actors just being left on set if if they're filming like some sort of torture sequence yeah um the two hobbits from the lord of the rings that were riding in tree i don't think you've seen these movies but um uh, Mary and Pippin, while they're riding in Treebeard's branches, they would, like, all the crew would, you know, bugger off and go to lunch, and they would just take their tea and eat their sandwiches while nestled in the tree That's of Treebeard. That's right. Which uh, I always... Oh, that that sounds weirdly relaxing. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, or handcuffed to a broken-down, about-to-explode truck. Yes. Those are your options. Yes. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention about Mad Max? Um
2: interesting to say that okay now I've seen the first one and I don't know who really cares um not that we well, we've, we've
1: got a couple of listeners yeah <laughs> a few <clears throat> um,
2: but uh, not highly entertaining um interesting but you know like go right to the go right to the uh first. The real, the American one. The real first, yeah. The real (laughs) first one. You know, you can skip this one. It's not that entertaining. I I
1: do. I think when it was released in America, they didn't even call it Mad Max Two. They just called it The Road Warrior Warrior. in America. So it's not to confuse people. But uh, uh, you know,
2: if you unless you have a crush on Mel Gibson, he's he's real cute. As a, a young man, you know, then you can watch it. But.
1: Oh yeah, he's like completely smooth in yeah. this movie. Smooth, it's weird. no
2: wrinkles, smooth, clean, shaven, be- you know, a, handsome. A, f- young a few handsome shots boy. in the
1: opening, like it looks a bit like how in the Marvel movies when they de-age somebody, like when they try and smooth out Robert Downey okay. Jr. He looks like he's had that special effect filter put on him, but it's yeah. like no, they're actually shooting twenty-three-year-old yeah. Mel Gibson. <clears throat> they're yeah. not digitally. Yeah. Like stretching out his skin or giving yeah. him a facelift or anything. So, uh,
2: so. Um, and you don't even need it, you know, to to introduce you to the series. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's really not. Like I
1: said, I have up to this point only seen Fury Road, yeah. and I've been perfectly fine with yeah. that so yeah
2: so this one you can skip yeah i do think you we know.
1: should at some point in the future uh do uh, uh road warrior and Beyond thunderdome oh absolutely. i think those would be fun to watch absolutely uh, on the podcast at this point considering where america and the world is uh, uh i think we can agree you and i that we need something positive Positive. And I pitched this idea to you after we watched Mad Max, but I'm gonna see if I can get mom kind of on like Mom. Yeah. How would you feel about watching the Muppet movie next week? Good. What's yeah. So uh Dad, would you like to watch the original Muppet, Muppet movie? Yeah, let's see. The Why the not? first movie of a franchise that also came out in nineteen seventy-nine that also features a road trip with a very colorful... Uh, I've just been knocked over by a dog. Good lord. All right, that was a full body slam. That, uh, a wild road trip set in 1979. That also features a bizarre cast of characters. Yes,
2: that would be fun. Um, that
1: would be good. That actually has emotional investment in the characters, which is okay. nice. And also features my personal lord and savior, uh, Orson Welles. Yes. But we'll get to that. Now, I did have something to wrap up up. Are recording. Uh, today uh, we're recording. It is March thirty first. Tomorrow is April first, also known as April Fool's Day, also known as somebody's birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Mom, if you want to get in on this, well, what are we do? I I'm gonna give Dad his present. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. I'm getting a gift. He's getting a gift. I wanted to as give, I give it I to deserve. you all the, Like, yeah.
2: As I deserve. So, Gifts. all right.
1: Dad, this is for you. Oh, oh, mom's getting right. her camera ready.
2: He's, he's handing across a, a small flat box. Uh, and remember, we are broadcasting from the... Uh, dog Kennel uh, Studios. Dog Kennel Studios uh, <laughs> in, in suburban Langhorne, Pennsylvania. It's
1: only the finest of hardwood flooring for our yes. recording studio. It's definitely Groovy. <laughs> nice. Nice. It is, uh, for the listeners, it. it is a replica... Uh, of the license plate from Evil Dead, it is blood splattered and it reads "Groovy." Groovy. Perfect. I uh, absolutely I, fab. I'm not. I know you've got like the flag of Austria. I want to say on That's your truck. True. That's I true. don't know if that would be a replacement, but I think you would. I I thought you would get a kick out of that. We're gonna find least. a place. We're gonna find, find a, a place. place All right. right.
2: Maybe in the front of
1: Mom's car. She won't <laughs> know.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, Mom mowing down zom uh, deadites in her deadites. Uh, Camry. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, good. Happy birthday, Thank Dad! You. Awesome, awesome we'll, gift. We'll we'll do something a little bit uh, better once all of this stuff blows over. Uh, yes, the, uh, the, the, the
2: silly uh, faux virus thing that right, we have the, here. Right, the the hoax, the hokies, the the hoax, the hoax
1: put on by the Democrats and the the the, the Chinese and the 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 ho- whatnot.
2: Yeah, the Chinese and the Democrats and the and all that stuff. Yes.
1: Now, I was saying this to you earlier, and I've kind of I've I think I finally mellowed out a little bit from having returned home from work. Um, and this kind of ties into what we've talked about on the podcast previously. I had the sudden realization today that our authority figures uh, in in uh, the federal government in America, they're not Darth Vader. They're not uh, Immortan Joe. They're not even the toe cutter. They are the space balls. <laughs> they are woefully incompetent dingbats who are only have any kind of terror over us because of the positions they hold. Right. Like I said earlier, Mitch McConnell, like, if you were to just see him on the street, you would not be afraid of him at all. Of course not. And yet he holds millions of people's lives in his hands because yes. of his idiot actions. Tens of millions, yes. He's, But he's not, he's not like Admiral Piet. He's not uh, uh, um, Grand Moff Tarkin. He's... Colonel Sanders. Yes, the pathetic
2: <laughs> Colonel Sanders.
1: So we can't stop; it's too dangerous. Yes, it's 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 a depressing realization. Yes, but these, it's-
2: these people control our lives, and there's not a damn thing we can do about it. Uh, oh, yes, I know your vote, uh, vote is important. Yeah, yes, you can vote, but in in general, uh, we little people just have to take it, and that's life as it is,
1: uh, and it is what it is, and be happy. Uh, In spite of it. I might splice in uh, a clip of a musical episode from Rocco's Modern Life. You can't fight City Mm -hmm. Hall. They are big and we are small. small. Wow. All right. Great. (laughs) I'm absolutely doing that now. Uh, Anything else you wanted to mention?
2: Uh, You want to sign us out? Yeah, sign us out. Skip this one. Uh, (laughs) Watch something else. Watch uh, some old TV reruns or something. Uh, Just watch Fury Road. Yeah, Fury Road. It's so good. (laughs) Do something with your life. Uh, Don't just sit around. Let this virus get us all down. Uh, Go out and conquer it. Go out and kick some virus butt. Uh, And uh, thanks for listening. Um, Don't forget to send your comments in. Uh, right uh
1: i'm on twitter h d l i c h t n e r, and you can send in uh audio clips and questions to muscle nerd studios at gmail.com
2: if you think this stuff is cool let us know if you think this stuff is dumb as dirt let us know we don't care
1: yeah let us know either right we
2: we really don't care what your opinion is but you know (laughs) send something in just so we have something else to talk about
1: we're on all of the major podcasting networks rate review subscribe all that fun stuff and uh Yeah, Dad, one more for the road. Go out and...
2: Mm, Do something with your life.
0: groovy. This is Groucho Marx. A few days ago, I was talking with the Director of Civil Defense, and he told me some things that I feel everyone should know. That's why I'm speaking to you now. Did you know, for example, that your chances of surviving an atom bomb attack are excellent? It's true, but there's a big if. You must do everything possible now to help yourself and your family. Nobody else will help you. Listen, because this is important. Keep a complete first aid kit handy. Keep a closed container of drinking water in your refrigerator. Enough for three days. Be sure you have a good fire extinguisher. Take a look around your house right now and pick out the safest spot, away from windows and doors. Make sure that every member of your family understands he is to rush to that safe spot when there's danger. I'm convinced that these precautions are necessary right now, and I hope I can convince you. They're important to your family, yourself, and your community.